Okay, guys, let's do this. My dear list, it's your boy Fenio. This is the Early Blimps podcast, and I'm coming to you Monday, 24th of July. We just had a UFC event in England, in Turf Island, and it was all right. I thought I thought it was going to be better, to be honest. Um, looking at it on paper, uh, main event had Tomas Pinal. We will get into that later. A few fine announcements. There was a lot of fine announcements, but a lot of them were were pretty crap, to be honest. And obviously, this is a pay-per-view week. So, for those of you who listened to the full preview, I'll be getting onto that. I'm doing my tape study already. Um, but I think I'll talk about some like not super technical stuff when it comes to the pay-per-view, just to... Just to give you guys something. Let's get into the the event. It was Aspinal versus Taivura uh, on England, as I said. Uh, so I was kind of a bit excited about this one. Uh, not because I thought Tibura had like a, a decent chance of winning, but because uh, Tibura pretty durable, good cardio. So, so maybe he could make Aspinal work a little bit. Um, until now, the only guy that has made Aspinal work was uh, Andrei Arlovsky, surprisingly. And and the answer was no, no, Tibura could not get uh, Tomas Pinal to work at all. Uh, Tomas Pinal looked great off the, the layoff. Uh, he looked fast, athletic, uh, setting up his combinations well. Um, not a, uh, and uh, the distance management looked pretty good. Uh, Taibura opting to go southpaw for for the whole of this fight and was trying to close distance with not very good combinations. Uh, Aspinal saw it all coming. Um, and yeah, I mean, no, sadly, not many answers when it comes to Aspinal. Uh, why I want Aspinal to face adversity? Because uh, these kind of fights are not very interesting to me, to be honest. Um, the finish was like somewhat cool, but... Uh, Am I going to be rewatching this? I don't think so. A good for Aspinal though, and I'm gonna say like uh, there's two two fighters in this division at heavyweight that are like the guys that stay in fights and make people fight, and those are Volkov and Tibura. And Aspinal got both of them out of there in the first round, so very impressive to be honest. Um, it sucks that uh, John Jones is probably not going to fight him. Um, I'm expecting Jones to beat Stipe, to be honest, at this stage. I I, th- I think there was a moment where Stipe was a pretty bad matchup for Jones, but the Stipe looks so so bad in the in the Ngannou rematch, and I don't think it's going to get a lot better, to be honest. Komain had Molly McCann for some reason, and Julia Stoliarenko took her down. Put put her in an armbar. Good stuff. Good armbar, by the way. Uh, some betting guys were saying that McCann was like was like a bomb for not defending that armbar. That she put herself in the position. That was completely not true. Uh, we were talking with with the owner of the fight side, the, the great Ed Gallo, about about how it was actually a good armbar, and in the pictures that that were floating and around, uh, Molly was already like getting rotated. Uh, with the armbar, also like sometimes you voluntarily roll into the 
to your back when in an armbar position because you can get the the torque of uh, like a kimura of a, or a keylock when when someone is cranking on the arm especially belly down so so yeah i mean the 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 thing with Makan is that she got in into that bad position in the first place uh that's where she fucked up no not in the finish of the armbar that was pretty slick actually uh before that uh the actual main event, Nathaniel Good and Andre Philly had a tremendous fight. It was so good, uh, so many cool stuff. Uh, made a lot of clips on Twitter. Excuse me, on on X.com. Uh, I think I'll talk about uh, a little bit about Twitter later. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the fight. Yeah, great stuff. Nathaniel Good um, doing. Uh, a, a little few neat tricks that I liked and, and like consistent techniques, um, uh, like kicking from the from the fade, from the fade. But very cool. Posted a clip about that. Um, was trying to to get the the slip and counters against Philly, who is a very active jabber. Uh, Philly tried to sneak his patented head kicks here and there. Was doing good stuff with the jabs. Uh, hurt Nathaniel Good with a beautiful left hook. Um, at one moment, some cool grappling sequences too. Uh, it, it had it all. It was a great fight. Um, not very promising for good as a for good as a as a future prospect, but I, I don't know. It was a very fun fight. I like both these guys a lot, and it was great. It was the best fight of the night, uh, and it did not win fight of the night. We'll get into that later. But uh, it was fucking great. Uh, I love these guys. Very much both of them are very fun fighters. Philly obviously a bit past it. Uh, very small for 135, for 145, excuse me. Uh, I mean, he looks, he looks thick, he looks muscled, but still, like, Philly looked a lot bigger than him. I was surprised to see that Wood didn't even have, like, bigger legs than Philly. So, yeah. Uh, before that, uh, actually, like, slopfest of a fight, Paul Craig versus Andre Muniz. Um... It was crappy, uh, the striking was bad, the wrestling was bad, um, and the, the grappling wasn't that great. I told you guys, these guys are tricky on the ground and have some good faces, but they are not like well-rounded grapplers. And we see here Muniz uh, losing on the ground for the second time in a row. Uh, Paul Craig look uh, physically okay at 185, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't, don't really care much about this. Uh, this only confirms that uh, Brandon Allen and Fluffy are the best grapplers at 185. And and Jacare, man. F in the chat for Jacare. Uh, Fares Yam and Jai Herbert had a very sloppy, like, lanky guys fight. Um, the, a, a few cool moments on the feet, uh, but Jai was, like, very insistent on clinching and he was losing those clinch exchanges. was... Uh, it was was not a good fight. Uh, I think both these guys are okay. I thought there might. I wanted them to have a like a like that kind of like fun sloppy long guy fight. Like like obviously they are not as good, but like the fight that that Hooker had with Turner. But it was not the case. It was not. It was not very fun at all. Uh, Lerone Murphy and Josh Curibao had a, a good fight. That was that was pretty good. Um, Murphy used his athleticism to to big use here. He was 
noticeably bigger than Kulibao. Um Yeah, the one like detail of this fight was that when Murphy threw a roundhouse kick and during live I did not catch it, but during replay, like, he dug his toes into Kulibao's solar plexus and Kulibao had that, that um, late reaction drop to his back. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was good for Murphy. Murphy, one of the most promising fighters at this division. Uh, Murphy versus Wood would be amazing, to be honest. Uh, before that, uh, Daniel Marcos and David Grant had uh, another lanky guys uh, sloppy fight. Um, Marcos on round one and two, uh, getting good stuff done, like lower volume than Grant, but Grant throws like so much stuff out there and not many of it is landing. Uh, Marcos, I thought, did good stuff with uh, with the calf kicks and the jab. Uh, and I, I gave him the first two rounds. Then Marcos, for some reason, gassed. It was a very mid-paced fight um, for him because Grant was throwing and he never gets tired. I don't know. It was, wasn't was a great fight, to be honest. Uh, but I don't think uh, either of the guys... It was inside the limitations that if you know these guys, you know they had those. So, I mean, I'm not very down on either of them, to be honest. Uh, looking forward to the next fight of them. Hopefully, they're, they're back to having exciting fights next. But good for Marcos, man. Yeah, he looked all right. Um, the, the cardio was concerning, to be honest. Before that, uh, Johnny Parsons and Danny Roberts had a banger, a very sloppy one, though. Uh, Roberts is past it, man. Uh, he never put it together when he was in his prime and now he's past his prime and he's looking like uh, not as quick. He was very quick and athletic uh, a few years ago. He's a little bit slower, less powerful and sloppier as well. So Parsons for his part, um, not very good, but a good action fighter. I mean, no, no. it's good to have him at welterweight, even though he should be a lightweight. Uh, I think he called for Paddy Pimblet as you, you are obliged to do by contract after you win a fight in England. Uh, so if he's dropping, that's good because he he does not have the size to, to fight at 170, I think. Joel Alvarez and Mark Jacquesi were having like a slow like tentative fight and Alvarez, I think, uh, heard Jacquesi at some point. I don't remember this fight. It wasn't very good. Uh, so a little bit of controversy because... Um, the finishing sequence all came off as Alvarez headbutted uh, the Akiese in, in the back of the head. And that ended up on the floor where he got a, a Dars choke. So yeah, um, weird. Mick Parkin had uh, a bad but not terrible fight with Jamal Pogues, to be honest. Um, Parkin looks all right. He looks composed, uh, he puts the stuff together well. Uh, his problem is that um, not very powerful. Uh, Pogues, for his part, got his leg shoot up and didn't have uh, many answers to that. Uh, it was whatever. Uh, before that, Murado fought Barbarina. I expected Barbarina to look very small against him and it was the case. Uh, even though Barbarina got like fatter than he usually is, he looks... Uh, he didn't look tiny, but I mean, Mur Muradov is like super lean, taller, and Barbarina, to be honest, when they were like clinching and stuff like that, he did not look super outmatched physically. 
but Barbarina looked pretty bad here. Murado very very committed throughout fighting in this fight. Barbarina did not show like any capabilities of pressuring here. And Murado for his part did good on about not consenting to have pocket exchanges with Barbarina where he does his best work. Um, not because of his power, but because he throws like so much volume and he's very good at about sneaking like big shots in between. But yeah, I mean, Barbarina at middleweight, I don't like it. Uh, hopefully he drops down to welterweight once again. Uh, Muradov, I don't know, he, he's powerful, he's athletic, he has good skills, but I don't think he looked very good here. Um, I know he, he looked sketchy against a guy that was smaller, was slower, uh, was a favorable matchup for him. So it was, it was whatever. Uh, Caitlin Vieira fought Panikansa. Vieira, as always, like letting the foot off the pedal, uh, the third round after like very convincingly winning the first two, it was whatever. Uh, Chris Duncan versus Janela Schmuz had a good fight. Uh, Schmuz apparently broke his, not his radius, I think. I think it was his, he, is it called Ulna? But yeah, he broke uh, a bone in his arm, like close to, to his wrist, and he could not use the, the right hand at all during this fight. Uh, or it wasn't the left, I don't remember. Chris Duncan, for his part, looked pretty solid, even before the injury. He looked pretty good, um, putting stuff together, uh, attacking against the cage. Uh, Chris Duncan has been training at ATT as of late, uh, a lot of pictures with Dustin Poirier, and I think yeah, it, it shows, it shows. Uh, I thought some shades of Dustin, and we'll talk about Dustin later, obviously. Uh, Bruna Brasil looked all right, beating Shauna Bannon. Um, she was bigger, she was a better grappler, a better striker. Uh, Bannon got better as the fight went on, but not better enough to start winning the fight. Uh, the opening fight was the other good fight of the card. Uh, Daniel Vares fought J Jafel Filio, and, and Vares was taking him to town with the body shots, uh, dropped him like two or three times. Uh, Goddard, very insistent about Filio, like, get up, get up. But Filio was taking his time to recover and Goddard did not, uh, just allowed him to be honest. And then Filio went crazy and started getting him back with the body shots, uh, using the body shots to land like big left hooks uh, to the head. And then on the ground, just finishing with good, with good grappling and ground pound, uh, used the, the arm triangle to pass from half guard to to side control and you and finish it from from there. So very good for Filio. And that was the card. It's a lot of very mid fights, to be honest. Um, if you haven't seen anything or you missed something, I would recommend to watch the Filio versus Bares. Uh, Duncan versus Ashmus was alright. Um, some of you might get some entertainment out of Parsons versus Roberts. And then uh, Murphy versus Culibao was all right. And Wood versus Philly was great. To be honest, was super great. Let's get into some fight announcements. Uh, I think uh, Alexa versus Valentina was already confirming, but they have a date now. It's September 16th. Um, excited for this one, to be honest. Uh, I thought Valentina was doing good stuff, especially when 
when Alexa was on Southpaw and Valentina was using like a more minimalist tool set, just using the da the jab, the low kick and setting up a beautiful double legs. I think Valentina could very well win the rematch, to be honest. Um, Alexa looked very well prepared, but I don't think she was winning the fight before the finishing sequence. So it, I'm excited about this one. Uh, in a very interesting turn of events, because these guys don't don't get they don't get match up very often. But we have a Dagestani show showdown. Uh, Nasur Dimibabov, who fights out of France, will fight Ikram Aliskerov. Aliskerov was supposed to fight Costa, and we get into that in the next announcement. Uh, but yeah, they they're going to fight in Abu Dhabi in US, UFC 294. Um. A good fight to be honest. Like Babov looks like he can grapple okay. And he might be able to test Aliskero on the feet. Uh put some resistance. Um probably maybe winning. I have to watch tape. I'm not very high on a, I'm not very high on Aliskero to be honest. Uh very good grappling, but I think the the rest of his game is a bit of a mess. Um and yeah, good fight to be honest. And this fight came because they cancelled Costa versus Aliskerov to make Costa versus Shimaev. And everyone is very hype about this. Uh, but I got, I need to tell you something, guys. Yeah. Paulo Costa and Kamsat Shimaev are not real people. Uh, they are not going to fight. They do not exist as far as, I, as I'm concerned. So, so, I mean, do not get so excited because this fight is not going to happen. If it happens, it would be cool, but it would be fiction. So make with that information what you need to do. Uh, for Abu Dhabi, Mahachev will fight, will rematch Oliveira. Not sure I like this. I mean, there's not anyone else, I guess, in the division, like a clear number one contender. But, but I mean, let's hope Oliveira make good adjustments moving into a rematch, uh, but not sure I like this. Uh, Sainur Magomedov was supposed to fight Kyler Phillips and Haoni is filling in, so Haoni Barcelos versus Kyler Phillips is happening, happening in, in August. Uh, good fight, uh, a little bit scared about um, Haoni, I think he's passed it by this point and Kyler um, has some good skills, I, I think it's not very well put together, but he's very athletic and has like skills and tricks in every phase. So that could be troublesome for Haoni, expecting Haoni to be winning until he dies or something. Uh, Tyson Pedro will fight Anton Turkali, and I don't know why I included this one. Um, it's probably going to suck. I, I, I'm expecting Pedro to get another like first round finish here or something. I don't know. Uh, Shane Young will fight Gabriel Miranda. And the UFC seems to like Shin Young or or City Kickboxing or maybe his manager because he has he has lost quite a few fights lately and he's still here. But but I like I like Shane Young to be honest. Uh, so I'm okay with that. Uh, Kayo Bohalio will fight an Ursultum Rusiboyev. And all right, <laughs> all right, that should be should be okay. Um. Garcia was supposed to fight Jesse Butler, but Sean Goodson is filling in. Um, so whatever, I mean, Goodson, not my favorite, but he's usually in exciting fights. And when he gets to do like his 
combination boxing and going to the body, I, I think Goodson is is fun. And Jake Matthews was supposed to fight. Uh, I don't remember who was supposed to fight. Uh, Gabe Green at initially, and then another guy. And but now he got a replacement, and he's going to remain on UFC 291 this weekend against uh, Darius Flowers. I don't know who this guy is. I he fought on Contender Series, but I did not watch the like the last season, so I I have to do my tape study for this one. And that's the um, that's the announcements. Um, X man, uh, Twitter is now called X. It's the same shit. I still see the beard up there, but now it has a shitty X logo on the on the upper left corner of my computer. So thank you, Elon Musk. Thank you for for nothing. Let's get up a little bit into the pay per view. Uh, this one is solid. It's solid. Uh, main event is great. I mean. Obviously, the the BMF. Who cares about the the fake BMF title? But rematch between Poirier and Gagey, as I I'm guessing all of you know, I'm a huge Dustin Poirier fight uh, fan, and I'm a bit nervous here. I think uh, the matchup. I still haven't finished watching tape, but I think the matchup favors uh, Dustin even more than the first time, just because uh, Justin is like adopting this more like counter puncher oriented style as of late but it's still like this guy's bang uh, both huge power good finisher so it is it is i'm nervous but i'm excited this it is a good fight the worthy headliner of a ufc car even though it's not the most relevant fight for the lightweight division i mean these guys are still up there uh pori just beat chandler and Gagey just beat fissier uh even though I'm not sure I agree with the decision there, but I mean, they're not like out of it. They're, they're past it, a little bit past it, uh, not shot, but not at their primes anymore, sadly, but, but I think it's, it's a very exciting, good fight. Uh, Komain has Jan Blachowicz against Alex Pereira. Excited about Pereira's like heavyweight debut. debut. A lot of people saying Jan is going to wrestle him. Um, I think Pereira is a bad wrestler, but he has some good, like, anti-wrestling uh, stuff going on. Uh, he manages distance, like, decently well. Um, and when he can catch, like, an underhook, he's very strong, despite uh, fighting from a super upright stance. I don't think uh, Blahovic has it free with the takedowns in this one. And on the feet, there's a lot uh, about Blahovic that I think Pereira can exploit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, I think people will be surprised about Pereira not being as big as people say. Uh, people were saying like, oh, Alex Pereira is bigger than than Yamaha Hill and shit like that. Uh, Pereira is a big dude, but he's also... I expect him to look a lot skinnier like, next to the 205 guys. Tony Ferguson is fighting Bobby Green and... Um, yeah, Tony is not doing well, man. Uh, but but if he has to fight like as someone, I'm okay that he's fighting Bobby Green, someone with even more fights than him and similar age. Uh, Bobby's probably going to take this one, or maybe not because Bobby Green is weird and sometimes just loses fights. But I mean, I'd rather see Bobby Green putting Tony out than 
I don't know, some contender, serious kid or something. Michael Chiesa is fighting Kevin Holland and if they go to the ground it should be fun because Holland is like not a great grappler but he's he's a very annoying scrambler and uh, his dimensions are making him hard to control. Uh, Chiesa has uh, some experience against this body type uh, because he fought Neil Magny and he won that fight so interesting. If it stays on the feet, Chiesa has some power, but I'm expecting Kevin Holland to be better than him there, so... It's a good fight. Uh, again, not super relevant, but it's well-matched. Uh, talking about well-matched and not super relevant, Stephen Thompson is fighting Michelle Pereira. And to be honest, one of the best fights that you can make with Wonderboy right now. Um, I'm not never been super high on Pereira, but I think... Uh, he has like the size and the style to to have an actual compelling fight with Thompson. To be honest, uh, maybe Wonderboy just makes him look silly all the time. But I expect Pereira to bring some stuff to the table, and he has big power and athleticism to to make uh, Wonderboy work for his win here. Even if if he even wins, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm saying this as I haven't done a tape study for most of his fight yet, so I'm just saying like first impressions to give you guys something. Uh, there is Lewis, uh, Black Beast is fighting Marcos Rogero de Lima. Um, I don't know, kind of feeling uh, Rogero here. Uh, Derek is starting to look shot, man. Um, and Rogero has top control, has power on the feet, has decent technique uh, as a kickboxer and has a, a decent chin too, so I don't know, maybe Marcos wins this one, to be honest. Trevin Giles is fighting the bad Bonfim and the bad Bonfim is going to win and everyone will say that he's the good Bonfim uh, because the other Bonfim decided to be bad against um, Benoit Saint-Denis in his last fight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, um, should be should be fun. Uh, Bonfim looks like a super action pack fighter, so so yeah, I mean, and Trevin Giles can put on good fights against uh, the right opponent, and I feel like Gabriel Bonfim is going to be the right opponent here. Roman Kopilov is fighting Claudio Hibero. Uh, they are going to bang, so I'm okay with that. CJ Vergara versus Vinicius Salvador we are going to have are going to have a very silly fight at flyweight. It's going to be exciting. I'm not complaining. That's a good fight. Uh, Jake Matthews against Darius Flowers, as I said. Uh, I don't know anything about Flowers, but Jake Matthews rarely on on boring fights. Miranda Maverick against Priscilla Cachoeira. Um, to be honest, okay with this one because Cachoeira. Might be like not very good, but has power and breaks it. So she's going to make either Maverick can get takedowns and can get a submission, or if he stays on the feet, like Cachoeira might might hurt her. Uh, not saying that Maverick could win on the feet. She has some tools, especially because she is a a diligent kicker. But Cachoeira just gets in people's faces, and Maverick doesn't like that a lot. So. Still, still, I think, expecting Maverick to win. And the opening fight has Uros Medish moving from lightweight to welterweight to fight. Uh, Semi the Jedi, Matthew Semmelsberger, in what should be a, a, an exciting fight, too. So, like, 
nothing super relevant to the divisions. I am guessing the, the most like relevant fights are uh, the main event and the Blahovich versus Pereira, rightfully the main and co-main events. Uh, other than that, like mostly the action fights, but I mean, I, I guess I would be a bit mad if I had to pay for this. But here in Chile, I just pay for fight side and a little extra and I get all the pay-per-views and I think the price is super fair, to be honest. Um, if that weren't the case, I would be parading the shit out of all the pay-per-views. Uh, but I get a I get a fair deal, so I paid for it. It's very cheap, to be honest. And I'm excited for the pay-per-view. Uh, good stuff. And I guess that's the I guess that's the podcast, my guys. Um, thank you, everyone, as always, for listening to my podcast. Um, I would like a little bit more feedback, guys. Uh, talk to me, DM me on on x.com. <laughs> Send me a... Or just, like, tweet at me. Tweet at me, DM me on on Twitter, DM me on, on Discord. I'm always up for, for suggestions. If you want me, guys, to answer the questions, I can do that as well. Remember that I'll be back on the week for the full preview. I'll try to get more content. Uh, related to the pay-per-view during the week. As always, I'll be fo- uh, posting clips during my research on Twitter or x.com, whatever is it. Uh, if you guys have an invite for Blue Sky, send me one, please. Uh, I'm begging you guys. Uh, should I open a Threads account? Is anyone interested on that? Uh, let me know, guys. I'm willing to do anything for you. <laughs> Uh, remember to support the fight site on Patreon. Uh, Patreon allows us to give you constant, con- consistent content of high quality. And you can also join our Discord server full of cool people. You can have meaningful com- uh, conversations about uh, technique and MMA and also like just talk shit with people that is fun to have around. And you get access to a big, big catalog of exclusive content. Uh, on the Patreon fight site. A lot of video stuff that we cannot put anywhere else. So yeah, that's it. And lastly, remember guys that the Early Blimps podcast is brought to you by X Marshall. X Marshall is a combat sport brand dedicated to supporting the Jiu-Jitsu community. Their goal is to create a fun training environment with unique and exciting designs and promote the gym culture we all love. X Marshall offers a range of products, including rash guards, shorts, spats, geese, streetwear, and training equipment. Use code THEFIGHTSIDE to get a 10% discount on your order now. That's the fight site, all upper cases, no spaces. And for the best deals and discounts, sign up to their mailing list and follow their in all social medias at XMarshallOfficial. So thank you again, X Marshall, for sponsoring us and allow, allow us to keep doing this. Uh, catch you guys in a few days for all of you that listen to the full preview. I'm Fenio and I'll see you guys on the next one.